BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today we have the beautiful, the stunning, the Kristen made Kristen herself. <laughs> The bad girl, Kristen Johns. Just a baddie in her baddie era. <laughs> Welcome back. Wow. When is the last time you've been on our podcast? I was about to move to Tennessee, I think, and I was pregnant with James. Was it when we were in LA? We lived in LA? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. We will always find our way back to having Kristen on the podcast, at least yes. once a year, I feel like, hopefully. You this know? is my third time. Wow. I'm honored. Oh, because we did have you on after pre-James. Mm-hmm. BJ. Oh, <gasps> not pre- Not BJ. Please. <laughs> I was trying to do like BC. Yeah. I, I was going to say post-accident before James. And now we're- Kristen, post-accident, post-James, post-Tennessee, post-Batty. You Just, have so many monumental things that have happened in your life. Just in general. I have. That we've been like a part or not a part of, but that we've known you for, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I feel like I've lived many lives. You truly have. <sighs> is it a good thing or a bad thing? We're still it's, trying to decide. It's impressive. It's a lot. We all just got back from Malibu. We went for the weekend to celebrate Leif's birthday and it was so fun. It was, it was a blast. The best weekend. It was a couple's trip. There were six couples and... I was saying I knew everyone would get along because everyone's just awesome. But I also had this little stress in the back of my mind that you're just when you're mixing friend groups or people who have never met, you just want them all to have fun. So I was just like, oh, I hope everyone just gets along and has fun and like no one feels left out and whatever. And because I knew I would love it because it's obviously all of my mine and Leif's best friends. But I just felt like everyone meshed and everyone was so nice. Just great energy all around. 100%. No drama. Drama free. Anyway, thanks for coming to Malibu to celebrate Leif's birthday, guys. It was so fun. It was a lot of fun. I was everyone saying was so cool. I was nervous. Really? A little bit. About who? Come on, spill the tea. I, I, I really was just nervous, like how you were saying. It's just kind of freaky when you're combining so many different friend groups. Yeah. I don't know. You just hope that everyone likes you and that you fit in. (laughs) Yes. I seriously feel like everyone just meshed and had so much fun. It helps that I feel like a lot of you guys knew of each other, at least. If you didn't know each other, you definitely knew of each other, Mm -hmm. which I think is good. Chelsea, you had met everyone there, right? Yeah. I think I was the only one. Yeah. 
because I, I was also telling Nick, it's not, it's only, it's one thing to have a bunch of girls together that don't know each other, but then you add in their husbands and you hope their husbands all get along with each other. Yeah. And then the husbands all get along with all of the wives and the wives, you know, along with all the other husbands. Yes. So many combinations. It is so many combinations. I loved the PowerPoint presentations. Mm-hmm. Might've been my favorite part of the trip. I just thought that that was the funnest way to celebrate a birthday. And I feel like everyone else should do that. 100%. If you're having a party. I'm like, wait, I want to do that for everyone's birthday. Marcus and Kristen had a script that they followed and it was hilarious. Marcus is so particular sometimes about that kind of stuff. Like if he gets it in his head of a certain way he wants it to go, it's like there's no me convincing him another way. Like even after all of y'all had gone with no scripts, I'm like, babe, let's just not go (laughs) off the script. It doesn't need to be a script. He's like, no, 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 no. We got to do the script. And then we're up there with the script. I'm like, I'm not reading the script anymore after the first few slides. And he's like, okay. No, everyone's was so good. Basically, we had everyone make like personalized power PowerPoints for Leif about a certain subject. So Leif, or sorry, Nick and Chelsea did a Leif Carlson starter pack. I did rating Leif's eras. So like different eras throughout his life with photos and like, anyway, Leif's celebrity lookalikes, a conspiracy theory, like all these different ones. And it was just so fun. And I'm like, I also just want to do that at a girls night or something like everyone, like each person has a Kardashian or just something fun like that. I think that would be, I mean, I know I did not invent this by the way, but I'm just saying it was so fun to actually do it. Yes. Like go through a lot of fun. I'm, I'm not going to lie. When we were making ours, I was like, we're putting so much effort into it. Like there's no way everyone else like worked as hard as we did. And then we watched everyone else's. I'm like, we would get a C on our effort. Whatever. I think we would have gotten a D (laughs) minus. No. Compared to Joe and Kemper's. Jordan and Kemper did get an A plus. No, they, they were, they raised the, what's that? The curve. Oh yeah. They raised the curve of the class. Yes, they did. They went all out. I, that had to have taken hours. Like, and. Oh, hours, days. (laughs) I was just like, how did they do this? It was so good. Everyone's was so, so funny though. And it was just the best. I wanted to mention really quick. So as you guys know, Chelsea coached with my dad and he is a life coach. Although I think that that term is getting a little uh, watered down. Mm -hmm. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to think of an example. Anyway, whatever. My dad is very good at helping People, you could speak more to it because yeah. you were literally a client. I am just just his daughter, but <laughs> just his offspring. Mm-hmm. Actually, his not even offspring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah rub I was it gonna in. say it's, <laughs> it's like remember that he is not your dad. Like, awesome. like not blood though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say yeah. It is like life coaching is probably literally the best way to put it because it's all aspects of your life, but. It's one of, I don't know if I literally am allowed to like say this, even though why wouldn't I? It's a free country. But like, I swear it's been way more helpful, like working with Andrew, who was JC's dad. That's who we're talking about. Then a lot of other things that I've done, like even some therapy that I've gone to. I'm like, okay, this is feeling a little stuck. But I always felt good after like a session with Andrew. I literally suggest him to anybody who's semi-sad. Yeah. I'm like, call him up. Call him up. What, yeah. what if you just called Andrew up? Yeah. What if you just called Andrew up and asked him I, how he can so, change your life? Anyway, he is doing this course. Like, it's a three-month course, and he's taking a limited amount of people. So if you're interested, 
go check it out. But if you're feeling like stuck in your life or sad or like there's just, if you've been thinking about doing something like this, like therapy or coaching and you're like looking for something like that, we're going to put the link in the description just because he's helped so many people Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm so proud of everything that he does and just his outlook on life. He's just such a non-judgmental kind person. So if you guys are looking for like any of that sort of guidance, I wanted to link that for you guys in the description and check it out. Like I said, it will be very limited. So if you're interested in what I'm talking about, just go to, you can like learn more about it on the website, yes. but I'm not going to go into all of that. But it's worth every penny. I swear to you guys, it is worth every single penny. We love Andy. So, so as we've mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Kristen is in her bad girl era and she's we, ready to confess. She's ready to confess some sins. I am. What we mean by that is, I mean, I will let you speak for yourself. However, I will first tell you my opinion. Okay, go (laughs) ahead. I think that you are very authentic on social media. Like, I think that what you put out is not in any way fake or not who you are. But I think there's so much more of people or sorry, so much more of you that people don't see. And the reason I know that is because whenever you post a TikTok that's even remotely, I don't even know, like sharing an opinion or being funny, people are always like, Kristen is unhinged. Like I'm living for this. And I'm like, this is just Kristen. Like this isn't, you know what I mean? This isn't some crazy moment. Like this is the Kristen that I know. And you do have that very like soft and sweet side to you as well. But you also have like this really funny, just like not quirky. What's the right one word? One of a kind spunky. humor. Yes. Spunky, one of a kind humor. And I feel like people don't maybe know that as much about you. Do you feel that way? I feel that way. Yes. I think it's hard because I started social media when I was in a place where I was extremely shy So my personality has gone through kind of like a roller coaster throughout my life. Like I feel like when I was living in Louisiana, like my childhood, I was a very outgoing, like outspoken, funny kid. And then I moved to Florida and I like totally went into a shell and like became very introverted, very just like shy and sweet. And like really that was just like my personality. Like I kind of lost my spark, my spark, my spark was dwindled. But, and then I feel like that kind of carried on all the way to college, which is when I met Marcus. I was still very shy. And, you know, I still had those friends that could bring out like my true funny side of me, but it always took me a while. Like it always takes me like a little bit to feel totally comfortable with a friend or somebody to where I can just be totally myself and funny and silly. And so I feel like, The first few years of social media, my personality, the funny part of my personality, I guess, like wasn't shining that much. Is everything okay? What was that? Don't worry. It was just like a neighbor kid. Okay. Okay. I, (laughs) that genuinely terrified me for a second. Excuse me? Everything's okay, everyone. Okay, good. Continue. Anyways, I just think now sometimes like I'll film a TikTok with like a friend or like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but when someone when some people on the internet see like those glimmers of like my true personality, like being really silly, I feel like it kind of shocks people because they're used to like another part of my personality. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And you know, what's interesting. I think we've maybe talked about this on the podcast. This has happened to, so Aspen, for example, 
people will comment, if Aspen's ever included in my YouTube videos, people will comment and be like, what the heck? Aspen's so funny when she's on your channel, like when she's in your videos. And people say that about you too. Mm -hmm. And people would also say the same about me reversed. So I would be in someone else's video and someone would say that. Yeah. And it's because when you are like setting up a camera to film yourself, it feels sometimes a little weird to be like, doing a bit or something like it feels easier to be crazy and silly when someone else is filming and you're just like in the background making jokes or something. Mm -hmm. So I feel like sometimes it's almost the hardest for you to get people to see your personality in your own content. If that makes sense. Oh my gosh. That is so true. You know, because it's like you're not going to feel like you have to put the boss hat on like, okay, this is my content. So I'm in charge of it. I have to like kind of be serious. Yeah. And there's nothing there like giving you the opportunity to be silly and funny. To bounce off other people or something. Yeah. And like, for example, I feel like the person that everybody always talks about, like I'm my silliest with is my friend, John. Like when we're together, he's just one of those people that brings out like my silliest version of myself. People are like, why aren't you like this more often? It's like, I mean, you guys know I'm like that all the time, but it's just hard when I'm in my house vlogging by myself to show that part, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you need other people to just bring, yeah, bring that out of you. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be like in my house cooking, like being nuts. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, why? <laughs> yeah. You know? But TikTok has helped, I feel like. Yes. So do you want you, the perception? Well, what do you think the perception of you is out there? I think, I really think it's probably like Kristen, so innocent and sweet. Mm-hmm. That's probably like the two words that people would describe me as, like if they just know me from the internet. And it's just funny because people in real life, like my best friends, those probably aren't two <laughs> words that they would describe I'm me as. Like on the verge of bursting <laughs> yes. of laughter because you are so funny. Like, like oh, I'm not innocent. You're literally not at all. Like you are, but you're not. No, we were, I have to tell you the funniest thing. Okay, I have two points. We're trying not to talk over each other, so I'm saving my points for when there's a pause. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know, we can interrupt each other a little. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um, okay, the first thing is, I'll say, you were like that too, I feel like. When you were, I would watch your YouTube channels. Before we really did the podcast and then kind of when we started the podcast, mm-hmm. I remember watching YouTube and seeing people's comments and I'm like, these people don't know JC. And I would always say that to her. I'm like, kind of the same exact thing you were saying to Kristen. I'd be like, People don't know that you're literally feral. <laughs> you're feral? literally feral. Like if they knew how you acted like at all times, like this like sweet, kind of the same thing, a little bit more like, yeah, innocent, like younger, I think. It's just, you don't feel as comfortable probably yeah. also when you're younger. Just as you get older, I think you get more yes. comfortable with yourself. And then I remember like, yeah, watching YouTube channels and I'm like, these people don't know, don't know the real JC. And then I think same with TikTok. I remember one TikTok, I think it was in Palm Springs where you were in that like big t-shirt. That was like my first, that was my and debut. And I remember being like, now the world has seen <laughs> actually JC. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> and I was so happy. It's when you see your friends truly thriving in their, you know, bad girl era, you love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. Chelsea has always, you've always been in your bad girl era. But that's because I started in other people's content. I didn't start on my own content, if that makes sense. That's interesting. You know? Yeah. Like I even 
when before Instagram or anything, like I was being photographed by you, like mm-hmm. being posted. Like you didn't ever have to be make your own persona. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Until and that's why I made Jay Demira. I made a whole new persona. True. <laughs> but I also was gonna say we were when we were in Arizona, me and Nick were with some family. And my sister-in-law was saying something about like something horrible, but the way that she was saying it was like so out of nowhere, like we were not having a sad, like just shocking conversation at all. She was like, Oh yeah, like this guy that we know, like so sad like yeah he went to jail and he's been like horribly abused or something and we're just like wait why are you saying this in like in this moment and she said the way that she said it we were nick turned to me and he's like that reminds me of something Kristen would say <laughs> like she just, she just kept going of like these horrible things <laughs> but like the way that she said it was like coming out so like innocently <laughs> and in the most not in humor way but kind of yeah and we were dying laughing we're like that is literally Kristen. I just, I just, I do have a part of me that wishes that people could see. I don't know. I feel like, JC, you've done a really good job on TikTok, especially of just being like totally yourself and funny and like unfiltered. I think that's something that I've struggled with a lot because I feel like some parts of my audience really, I don't know how to say it. Puts you in a box. Yeah. Puts me in a box a little bit. I don't want to blame anybody because I can be as free as I want to be. But sometimes I think my personality leans towards hoping never, ever, ever to offend anybody or say anything that anybody can misconstrue. And sometimes I think that that actually hurts me in the long run because it feels like I can't be fully myself. And like, I'm always scared that I'm going to like say the wrong thing. It, It really does hurt you to like people please because you will never the irony is that even when you're being your more whatever like filtered innocent self I've seen those messages girl they still they're still gonna find something my so it's like you might as well be like more unfiltered and just be more free and you're still gonna get the messages but it's like well I'm gonna get them either way you You gotta be in your Miley Cyrus can't be tamed era yes yeah I, I it's so hard for me I just I think even in my real life, I hate to ever feel like I have offended anybody. It's like my biggest fear is to say something wrong that like hurts somebody's feelings. So I just think when I'm talking to a camera and I know that hundreds of thousands of people are going to see, mm-hmm. I'm like even more conscious, which it's is funny because I'm married to somebody who is so unfiltered and he will say anything. And I'm like, babe, babe, you can't say that. He's like, yes, I can. Kristen. Like people actually value honesty and being unfiltered I'm like wait true all my favorite people that I listen to are honest and open and like slightly unhinged so Mm -hmm. yeah I think I need to be a little bit more like that yes and the thing is that you have to remember is that this is what I tell myself at least because I've had all those same thoughts of like I just don't want to be like I don't want to offend someone or like tell a joke that people are going to take the wrong way and be like hurt by or something But you have to remember, this is what I say about for myself. I am a kind-hearted person. I would never want to do that. And at the end of the day, that's actually all that matters is my intention. I would never, it's it's almost like you don't have to be worried that you're going to slip up and like say something mean because you're not a mean person. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. It's like you're never going to just be straight up rude because that's not who you are. Maybe you'll say a joke that someone will be like a little hurt by, you know, that you and you can't control that, but I'm just saying, like, I I hear that a lot where people are like I'm just scared I'm gonna like hurt someone. And it's like, well, you're 
not a mean person. So you don't have to like really filter too much. Yeah, that's true. It's just, I don't know. I think I've, I've just had years of like scarring experiences and I've never been like necessarily canceled in general, but I don't know. There has been times like my baby moon in St. Lucia. I don't think I've ever trip talked from about hell. That. the trip. Oh, can we, can we dive in? Should or no? we chat? I, let's take wait, a chat. What happened? Well, oh, Kristen, I want give us triggered. everything. I'm literally triggered even thinking about it. Oh my gosh. Where do I even begin? It was at the time where it was like COVID restrictions were coming and going and like being super strict. And then the next month it'd be like, okay, it's less strict. And so me and Marcus planned to go to St. Lucia for our baby moon during a time that it was like the restrictions were less strict. And it was like, like things yep. were lifted. So it was okay yes, to go. Exactly. And it's like, we had to go through so much protocol to even go, like we had to get COVID tested. We had to get like the special paperwork, like so many things. So we did it all by the books and how we were supposed to. And I was just like, this is going to be my trip of my dreams. Like I had been going through a stressful time moving and pregnant. I was like, I just want to let go. Let's not, let's not forget the car hitting you and you having broken bones. Let's not forget about that. But I don't know. Like you had had quite the past few months. I had. You deserved a vacation. I just wanted a vacation, guys. And it just so happened that it was not very great. (laughs) I mean, we get there and a volcano erupted next door. Like next door. Next door, Uh but like on the island next to it. And which was like, see, even now I'm getting scared because I'm like, okay, but the volcano, like I felt so bad for the island that had the volcanic eruption. And I'm like, I want to disclaim that I that's a horrible thing. But something that affected me was that it was totally covered in smoke the entire time we were there. Oh, no. And you didn't want to be outside. No, like you couldn't, couldn't be outside be. for the first few days. Yeah. It was just like raining ash. And so, I mean, that happened, which it was just, you know, what timing to just like land on an island and then a volcano erupt. It was just like every single thing that could happen, happened. Not the and volcano. Not the volcano. And, you know, messages started rolling in that I should die and my baby um, should die and all of this stuff because I'm traveling during COVID, which I think we can all, I mean, yeah, we should all be get, ashamed of ourselves. Yeah, I feel like people should be a little bit ashamed of themselves about how they tra- treated other people during mm-hmm. COVID. Like people, I swear it. Yeah, feral. No, it, no, it was, they, it, was bad. it was okay. on another level. And I had never received hate, like the level that I was receiving on this baby moon. I and was so Can stressed. I say something? You trying also, to relax in the hot tub. People like the irony. I'll say something now that I have, I have not said, but the irony of all of that COVID stuff was like, there were people that I followed, influencers and people that I knew who would be on their stories very strict like you got like again kind of shame stuff that they were saying was too far like it's because of you guys that were all almost locked like you need to do this this and this if you don't do this if you don't wear COVID on your walk unfollow me and I never want to see a mask maybe a mask (laughs) if If you weren't wearing a mask on your walk outside like unfollow me yeah and I never want to see your ugly face again like stuff just stuff that was so harsh oh don't worry I'm on their close friends and they're 
they're at partying. underground party. They're at parties with 30 people. No one's wearing a mask. I'm like, you're the, the hypo- problem. The hypocrisy. The no. hip- and everyone's a, hicopr- a hypocrite in some way. <laughs> That word last <laughs> that last week too. I was like hip hop hypocrite. Like I could not <laughs> say it. Everyone's a hypocrite in some way, but there were certain people who were so just crazy about that. Especially if you're an influencer, it was like do better. Like you're an influencer, you need to. They just held you to like such a high standard, which again sometimes is warranted. But then they would turn around and do the opposite, and it would annoy me to no end because. Like even Chelsea and I were so, mm-hmm. we saw no one literally but each other. And then we would still get like things or like reviews that were like, they're doing this during COVID. And again, it's like- Yeah, we you played guys Pickleball have, with Kristen. Yeah. I'm like, you have no idea <laughs> your favorite influencer that posts all this stuff about how you should be doing this, this, and this. And I'm on their close friends and they're literally partying every night. Yeah. Seeing everyone. Like, no, do not be fooled. Yeah. Like do I was for too, Kristen Johns. No, it just, it was too far. The whole thing. Again, there are certain things that are warranted, but a lot of it was not. Yes. Anyway, continue about St. Lucia. Anyways, yeah, if people only knew that we were stuck in our hotel room and had to get temperature and COVID tested basically anytime we wanted to leave our hotel room. Oh, no. And it was a beautiful hotel, but I wanted to escape immediately. (laughs) I was looking at plane tickets literally the day we got there to get back home early because I couldn't deal with all the hate. And I was like, uh, you're right, guys. Like, I deserve to go home and just be sad. <laughs> I deserve to go <laughs> and home. And Marcus was like, babe, we got to get out of here. Like, Marcus was trying to create a plan to take one of the sailboats from the <laughs> hotel across to another island to escape. That's how scary this lockdown at this hotel felt. And it felt like we were kind of in, how do I explain it? What is the word? What is the word when it's like a movie and everything? It's not a utopia. It's the opposite. Dystopia. Yes. Dystopian society. That's what it felt like. Like everybody's on this little island in this beautiful hotel stuck in their room or on like an inch of the beach. And it was like, you can't do anything but buy a $15 box of cereal if you want to eat. And it was, what? yes, the food was so expensive. Marcus was like, babe, what have you done? Cause I booked the trip for 10 days. <gasps> Kristen, you were literally there forever. 10 days. Did, were you there for longer than that? Or no, it was no, the 10 days. It was 10 days, but we couldn't leave earlier because right. of the volcano. Oh, that is so can, stressful. Can we get into, I'm sorry, I will bring it up. We can take it out if you want. The girl sending the message. I don't know why that gets me so oh, triggered. Which message? Oh, to the hotel? <laughs> yeah, to the hotel. Oh, yeah. There was... So I am I am guessing that there was like five people in that time that were like really hating on me, like really just trolling me, creating account after account after I would block them. One girl actually messaged the hotel that we were staying at. Because she was working. Kristen was like working with them. Yes. Working I was, with the hotel. I, like the hotel oh. gave us a free stay. And for like a f- social media posts throughout the trip, which is like a pretty common thing for influencers to do, I guess. I had actually never done it before. So this was my first experience and- First and last. First and last <laughs> time for everything. Um, but this girl, I guess, messaged the hotel social media team and was like, this influencer that you guys are working with, she's not disclosing that she's being paid to stay here, blah, blah, blah. Because I guess my like hashtag partnership 
thing was like not like on big the enough story, for her. Like hashtag ad, hashtag St. Lucia or whatever. And that she was saying was not bold enough for oh, you to see it. Yeah. So she's like, you need to tell her that like she's not disclosing her ads properly and it needs no, to be I'm, bigger. I'm pretty sure she was threatening me with jail time for that. <gasps> and then the hotel reached out to me. They're like, hey, Kristen, like we really need you to like do blah, blah, blah. And I'm just and like. And so then she had to put like hashtag ad huge on all of her posts because <laughs> oh, this no. freaking girl. I'm like, I'm not even getting paid for this. I'm paying thousands of dollars for the food I'm eating every day. Basically just like. It ended up just oh being such gosh. a nightmare. And I uh, yes, and there were good go things about anything. it, but no. We you could go mm. to the beach, you could go on the sailboat, which Marcus did every day, left me on the beach because I was too <laughs> scared to go on the sailboat with him. And that's it. And it was a nightmare. But it was there was good parts. Like there were fun things about it, but overall, not the best trip. Oh, bad vibes. Let's yeah. just put it that way. There <sighs> there was a time period during that whole thing when it just wasn't even it's like they'd be like oh the restrictions have lifted but then you'd go somewhere it's like this is not even like worth it because it's not Mm. it's not traveling it's just so yeah it wasn't it was not the vibe let's just say I regretted going on yeah like I I wish I wish I wouldn't it was long I'm pretty sure it was like five hours oh I can just imagine you being so excited on the flight, like getting off at the airport. Oh, I had all my cute outfits planned. I'm like, this is going to be the Dream. rest and relaxation that I have needed. The whole time I'm literally having panic attacks Oh my! from these gosh. messages that I'm getting. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I am getting canceled right now. For and now looking back at it, I'm like, Kristen, why <laughs> didn't you care? Like, like, why was I going oh. on my messages and just checking and like, Oh, it was so stupid. Marcus was like, babe, we're going to enjoy our time here. It's fine. These people are dumb. Like, okay. I wish I could be that unbothered. Oh my god! In the moment, it's so hard to like separate. It just feels like the end of the world sometimes. When you're getting, if you're getting a bunch of messages about the same thing, you like, you look back and you're like, that was not a big deal. I'm like, that was two girls in middle school probably like that had nothing better to do. And they ruined my whole Seriously. They're probably listening to this podcast and they're like, my plan works. We got her. (laughs) How do you, how would you describe your and Marcus's relationship besides a Leo and an Aries? Well, first of all, I'm always like, am I a Leo? Because maybe I am. I don't know. But Marcus. You are the alpha matriarch. I am the alpha. He is the alpha. What more can we say? I don't know. (laughs) How, How would you guys describe our relationship? I would say. It's hard to describe. Or like uh, even your dynamic of like. I would say you guys are. Alpha, a, alpha. A good <laughs> dynamic. Like you are mommy and daddy. You are ultimate mommy and daddy. <laughs> I think that Marcus is like obviously the more unhinged or like unpredictable yes. kind. And you are more of a like, I guess, predictable or a stable. Not stable. I don't want to say the word stable, but Chaotic solid. energy. Yes. Is how I describe Marcus. Yes. Like, but. He is also very sensitive and sweet on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what a lot of people can't see a lot. Like he, he was more emotional when James was born than I was like crying. Just like he's going to grow up so fast. I'm like, he's cried triple the amount of times that I've cried. <laughs> yeah. Like he's very sensitive and mm-hmm. he really pushes me to be my best self, really. Just like, Kristen, you can do that. Like, I always am like doubting myself. He's like, babe, you 100% can do that and you will be the best at it. I feel like you guys are both that energy for each other, which I think is really cool. Like you both push each other in good, productive, healthy ways to like be your best self. 
In the way that each other needs. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't need more chaotic, like, encouragement. Yes. And you don't need, you need a little bit of that. Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like he brings the dreamer out in me because sometimes I feel like I'm just such a logical realist that I need some of that in my life. And he needs that logical, real side, too. So it's, like, a good balance. For sure. Oh, I think you guys are perfection together and i love it mommy and daddy you guys are kind of like the matriarch and the patriarch (laughs) like of the group that's what we did kristen's human design and it said she was the ultimate alpha matriarch you're the mama the word alpha just kills me (laughs) and matriarch it makes sense if you're a lion leo true it's all connecting it's it's all pointing back Mm -hmm. to my true alpha Mm -hmm. goddess We are so excited to be partnering with Embark and Chelsea and I both got Lady and Sophie. We got their Embark results in, which we'll discuss shortly, but we'd like to thank EmbarkVet.com for supporting what we said. Go to EmbarkVet.com to get free shipping and save $40 with the promo code what we said. So basically Embark is an awesome company. They allow pup parents to learn more about their dog's health insights and their breed mix with the highest rated dog DNA test on the market. Basically, you do this very simple little cheek swab in your dog's mouth and you send it in. It has free shipping. It's a super easy process. And then it screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across 350 breeds. And that's more breeds tested than any other dog DNA test. 61% of pet owners plan to adjust their dog's routine or feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark. And if you do get a serious health result, Embark will reach out to you and one of their experts will talk you through it. Um, so we got ladies results back. She is 100% poodle. We love our toy poodle queen. And they did include like a little health risk that could be an issue for lady like later on in her life. And it's just so good to know that and to be able to send that information to her vet and like feel a little better prepared for if that was to ever happen. But I think this is such an amazing option too. If you've like adopted a dog and you truly don't know the breed, you can get DNA tested. In addition to the genetic health screening and breed identification, Embark offers the mystery relative finder, which I think is so cute. It's and the when cutest I saw thing on earth. When I saw it, I got so happy, which offers the ability to find your dog's relatives. So like from close to distant. And I literally about jumped out <laughs> of my chair when I saw like Sophie had a, a few close relatives that had like 39% and they look kind of like Sophie. And I'm like, wait, why do I want to have like a little family reunion for her? No. I'm going to need to have a family reunion with these two dogs. Blue and Nova, you're invited over anytime. We're family here. (laughs) So cute. I did find out that Sophie was a mixed breed. So she has like 85.6% Great Dane and 14% Mastiff. So, you know, she's a, a Mastiff queen now. We didn't know that before. Embark offers the most scientifically advanced dog DNA test. Their test analyzes more than 230,000 genetic markers. That's over twice as much as genetic data as the competition. Right now, Embark has a limited time offer on their breed and health kit and purebred kit for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com to get free shipping and save $40 with promo code WHATWESAID. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code WHATWESAID to save $40 today. I have been super into makeup lately and skincare. And sometimes shopping online for beauty products is sketchy. You know, when you're online on a beauty site, you're like, okay, but is this shade right? Like, what is this going to look like on? What is the finish? Like, there can be some obstacles, you know? 
And if you're looking for like an honest review on things, you guys need to get Flip. This is the coolest concept to me. I think it's absolutely genius. It is the latest beauty app. It's shaking up the way you can shop for beauty and wellness. Basically, imagine that you're shopping on like Sephora, but the reviews that you see are like TikTok style detailed videos. And then the shipping is Amazon fast. It is genius and so cool. So basically you get on this app. It really looks similar to TikTok where you're just scrolling through videos, but they're all beauty reviews and the app is popular. So you can find like a lot of different stuff. You can go into the search bar and it's essentially a search engine where you can be like acne products. And then you can look at these videos of people showing you what it looks like, what it feels like, what they've gotten results with. You can look up if you're If you want like, oh, I'm looking for a new facial sunscreen or mineral sunscreen, you can get specific. If you're looking for a new mascara, whatever, you just type it into the search bar and then you can see a ton of like real people's reviews of products. You can also look up specific products if you are interested in one or whatever. Shopping on Flip means you're shopping directly from real verified users of the product you're browsing. With over 500 brands available, you can shop all your favorite beauty brands and discover new holy grail products from the most honest and authentic reviews on the market. Also, they don't only have like beauty and makeup products that you can buy. I've literally bought like a candle wick trimmer. I've bought my favorite little, it's called the Motley lighter. It's an electric lighter that I use to lay all my candles. And I got a candle from there. And that's also where I tried out like my favorite dry shampoo from Living Proof. And Mm -hmm. I watched a video, made sure that she liked it. And it was in my car instantly and came to my house very soon after that. When you join Flip, you are joining a beauty rewards program unmatched by any other. Get rewarded for what you already do, scrolling, shopping, voting, or posting your own review, and they all result in free shopping credits. This means you can save up to 30% off your purchase as you rack up rewards that you won't see with Sephora or Ulta. With Flip, you also get premium shopping experience that offers free same-day shipping, easy returns, white glove customer service, And of course, those coveted earned rewards. Up your beauty shopping game with Flip. Download the Flip app for free today and save 30% on your first order with code WHATWESAID. That's code WHATWESAID for 30% off your first order. Code WHATWESAID for 30% off your first Flip order. Go check it out. Wait, I have a controversial question. Okay, I love it. Like with even us talking about like human design and astrology and like obviously you're Christian and how is it being in like, I I guess what has your faith journey been like for the past few years? Like, or since the accident, would you say, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm meshing two questions. My original Mm -hmm. question was going to be like, when you're around people who are different, who believe different things than you, or you're like in a friend group of like mixed spiritualities, how do you feel about that? Like, do you like being around that or not? And how do you feel about your faith? Like in this moment? Yeah, I love being with people in all different spiritual walks. Like, I think it's almost more dangerous to only ever be surrounded by people with your exact same values, beliefs, and religion. Like, because then I just feel like you can't be accepting and open-minded or learn because you're just with all the same people with all the same beliefs. Yeah, you never like push yourself. Yeah, you're never pushing yourself to learn what other people are thinking about, what other people's perspectives are. And I think that I, my my true, I feel like spiritual journey started when I was so little because I was going to Christian camps and I was raised Christian. And that's, I mean, I would say like I became a Christian when I was like six years old, which is so little, but that really is when I feel like I did. and. 
then I feel like I went through like a long period of time where I just like didn't really have my own faith. Like I didn't really know how to apply it to my life. It didn't really change the way I acted, anything like that. And I feel like my core part of my testimony is like I had horrible anxiety and I won't go too much into it because I feel like it's kind of a long story, but I had horrible anxiety, insomnia, like it was, it was ruining my life. Like it was at a point where I was like, I don't, I didn't think I could go to college because I could not sleep at night. It was like, I would get so scared before nighttime. And I even, I've never talked about this before, but like I would be sitting in my room and I felt like, I don't want to say like a demonic presence, but like I would like hallucinate almost at nighttime. Like I, I felt like there was like a darkness over me or like over my room. I don't know. It was so scary. And I just remember one night I got on my knees and I was like, God, please. Like I, I'm at my breaking point. I don't know what to do. Like I just want to give all my worries and stresses and anxieties to you like fully actually right now. And I just remember crying in my room, like pleading with the Lord, like, please help me. Like, I do not know what to do. I am like a mess. And it sounds crazy, but from that night on, I never had insomnia again. I never had, like, I have like little anxieties, you know, normal human anxieties, but like not to the point of just like total like destruction of self. Yeah. So that was like the time that I really like started taking my faith seriously. I went to college, met a ton of girls that really like for the first time, like asked about my testimony and like what I really believed in. And they like really helped to foster like a deeper faith in me. And then I feel like from there, I've just been like super steady. And I think that I would say that I used to share more faith-based things on social media But then I feel like I started getting really convicted of like, I don't know the exact term, but it's almost, it's something along the lines of like, don't share parts of your faith that you aren't like comfortable with almost. It's Mm -hmm. like, I want my relationship with the Lord to be like fully strong and me to be having an authentic actual relationship with the Lord much more than like, I'm like, putting on quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just like be saying like, oh, here's a Bible verse here and there and like putting on more than actually that's happening. And I feel like the past, really since I've had James, I feel like that's been when my faith has been like the hardest for me, like finding time to read my Bible and like finding time for quiet time. And like, it's more so been like a a slower, I guess, Mm -hmm. like part in my faith journey is just like becoming a mom and just like navigating that. But I don't even know if I answered your question, but I just feel like a lot of people sometimes ask me like, why aren't you sharing more faith-based stuff, faith-based stuff? And it's because I never want to be sharing stuff. That's just like out of obligation of like, look at me, I'm a Christian. You know, like I want to make sure my relationship with God is solid and like real much more than I want it to just be like, look at me yeah. reading my Bible. 100%. Like I'm perfect, you know? I think that's like very admirable. And I I do feel like you have shared, it's hard, not that you based your content in the beginning, like off of like, I am a Christian influencer, but you did share a lot, I feel like about faith. And so you've probably built up that audience that mm-hmm. wants to like hear that. And then 
automatically, if they are seeing less of it, it's like, why, why? And it's kind of like you said, it's, it's actually better to be authentic than to like just post stuff. Like you didn't even read your Bible ver- your Bible that day, but you're like, well, I got to find a Bible verse to like post exactly. so that people know I'm Christian. It's like, that's more inauthentic. So I think what you're doing is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like what you were saying with how do I feel about having friends that are not Christian, I literally just feel like I love them, of course, the exact same way. And there is no judgment. Like, I think that's where sometimes Christians can fall short is just being like, oh, Kristen, like why? Like, that's a little bit immodest. Like, should you really think you should be wearing that? Or like, it's the judging that I feel like turns so many people away. And it's like, it is very clear in the Bible. Don't judge. And like, <laughs> hello. It's just, yeah. and I know it can be hard because it's like, maybe you want the best for somebody and like, you're trying to tell them like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that. But I just think it's not the move to be like messaging people like super, what's the word? Super like, what's the word? Law, law driven type, like rules. Like black and white? Yeah. Just like, don't be so rigid and like judge, judging. Well, also like everyone, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're trying to say too. And it's annoying me that I, it's like the word law. It starts with an L. Yeah. (laughs) Um, lawful close well everyone is also on their own journey no (laughs) I wish so it's like even if you think like this is what I've been thinking about lately with spirituality or anything it's like even if you think you know better for someone or something like oh they shouldn't be wearing that they would be happier if they were doing this we actually don't know that that is the case like they are on their own journey where maybe they need to do these, make these certain choices that you don't agree with to find their own path and their own testimony and whatever else they need to find. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. like sometimes when it's like, you shouldn't be doing that. It's like, no, maybe that's exactly what they should be doing so that they can figure out something else and unlock a different part of their life. You know what I mean? It's kind of thinking that you know better than God or the universe or whatever you believe in, like higher power. It's like you, that you think you know better for them. Yeah. And that, God doesn't, you don't trust God's plan for that. Right. Which is kind of like the least humble thing to do, right? Is to like think that you have it all figured out and like you need to be controlling everyone's life around you. That is such a, it's it's like you said, it's so unfortunate and it's the same in Mormon culture where it turns people off so much. Like mm-hmm. some people are searching for God or a community or something, but that judgment that is in a lot of like the culture it it is so off-putting because it's like they don't especially someone who's like oh I'm looking you know I want to like find God but like I struggle with these things and it's like I don't know yeah you know what I mean it's 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 really hard it's not the vibe and I think it's like if JC if I saw you doing something that I was like I really think that's hurting her like I think she's doing like something really bad for herself and like putting herself in danger or whatever it is like I think you would respect me coming to you in a loving way as a best friend being like hey I don't think this is like the best thing for you rather than a stranger or a random person on the internet being like Hey, JC, like you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be wearing that. You shouldn't be cussing. You shouldn't be saying this. It's like, it's just, it just almost does the opposite. 
It's like you need someone that loves you and is actually coming to you from a place of love is so much different than just someone critiquing yeah, you. 100%. And it's it's like you said, it kind of does the opposite where it's almost like if someone, you know, messages you, Kristen, and says like, did you cuss? Like you shouldn't cuss. It's like- yeah, the story from this weekend. Yes. But, and not that that's even a part of your life or what you do, but I'm just saying, if someone says that to you, if a bunch of people message that, does that make you now not cuss? No, it just makes you hide it more. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't genuinely change what you're going to do in your life. It just makes you more like, okay, well now I'm definitely not going to cuss in front of you guys because you talk about it all. You know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't actually change the true thing or even the modesty thing. It's like, oh, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that? It's like, okay, I'm still going to now wear bikinis, but now I'm not going to post when I do because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Exactly. It doesn't change any actual It doesn't act. change your heart. No. It just changes your facade, basically. It really is something that frustrates me. Yeah. And we all, like I said, we're all hypocrites because we all judge to some degree and we all have things that we can work on. But <clears throat> yeah, it's just that mindset of, Kind of like you said, Chelsea, like thinking you know better that I think is so harmful for everyone involved. Also for yourself, literally miserable to think that you're in charge of like what everyone has to do. Yeah, That's literally so taxing. You think you're God. Yeah. It's like, take the take a load off. Yeah. Like just let everyone do their thing and everything will work out. Yeah, exactly. We're going to take a quick break to talk about StoryWorth. About a year ago on Christmas, we got my mom's StoryWorth and I am so excited to hear about my mom, you know, there's lots of things that you learn about your parents, maybe your grandparents as you're talking to them and they'll tell a story and you're like, wait, I didn't know that, you know, you did this as a job or you went here for high school or all these random little things that you would love to know about the people who raised you and the people who own your genetics. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect through sharing stories and memories. So every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a unique prompt of your choice from a vast pool of thought-provoking questions like, what is one of your fondest childhood memories? Or what's the best advice you've ever received? And I cannot wait to read through the answers that my mom has typed up for us. So we are not the only one who's discovered incredible stories. The StoryWorth podcast now spotlights actual StoryWorth customers who volunteer to share their stories with you. The podcast shares some of the most heartfelt, hilarious, and inspiring stories for everyone to hear, which I think this is such an amazing idea. I always love a new podcast to listen to. And this sounds like it could be like a comfort podcast, you know, especially as we're heading into cozy season. StoryWorth helps brings you closer to your loved ones. Learn all about the stories you can discover together at storyworth.com slash podcast. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash podcast to learn all about the stories you can discover. Storyworth.com slash podcast. Go check it out, guys. I have talked many times about how I dread going grocery shopping. It is not my favorite activity. Sometimes it can be bearable, but I'd much rather use Thrive Market. So finding high quality, affordable grocery items in one place is almost impossible in today's world. But thanks to Thrive Market, you can stress less because you can get everything you need and so much more in one place. Shopping at Thrive Market means you'll find everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. And it's all delivered right to your door. And when you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30% off the best organic groceries. 
You know what Thrive Market has? They have chomps. And y'all know I'm in my chomps era. They have so many awesome brands. I have gotten everything I just mentioned from Thrive Market before, including like cleaning supplies, snacks, full-on groceries, like anything you can think of. They have a ton of really great brands, a ton of options. I've gotten like pancake mix and lots of good stuff. And their website is extremely easy to use and their app. If you're looking for like low sugar, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, EIPOC owned brands, you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. Sometimes when you are looking for a certain kind of, for example, like if you're looking for plant-based food, it's hard to scour the grocery aisles to find, you know, the right pasta, the right pasta sauce, all of that stuff. And Thrive Market makes it so easy. With Thrive Market's fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you're also saving a ton of time otherwise spent in grocery lines and parking lots. Best of all, when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. So get convenient, high quality, affordable groceries delivered with Thrive Market. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash what we said to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Do you, this is your chance. Do you want to tell your listeners anything, you know, that you wish for them, that you want them to know about you? Mm. A secret, maybe. <laughs> secret. A hope for A the deep, future. dark secret. I think, okay, if I'm really like closing my eyes and thinking about like the people who have followed me since I was 19 years old, I would just say, first of all, like I genuinely love the people that follow me and are kind and like supportive. But I just think there's so much more to me and everybody that you follow than than you think. And I think that especially if you do like video content, it can almost just make people feel like they know everything about you. And I was even telling you guys earlier, I was like, people like loved when I was sharing content, (laughs) content, like stuff from the accident. Like they loved that vulnerability, that time in my life where like, obviously it was literally on my freaking deathbed. Like, and I was bringing along people for the journey, for the journey. And I'm so glad I did. I feel like it just gave me so much support and just like encouragement, but I feel like some people after the accident content was over, it was like people were sad because they loved seeing that really like raw, vulnerable part of me, like literally crying and like going to doctor's appointments and stuff. Like I feel like people really started to feel like, okay, I know her, like I'm emotionally invested in her. Like, I mean, people were like crying and just like so... Yeah, just like so in it with me almost. And I feel like once life started to get normal again, it's almost like people felt like I wasn't being as vulnerable anymore, which is not the case. It's just Mm -hmm. like your life is going to go through ebbs and flows of like happy times, sad times, happy times, sad times. And so sometimes I just feel like I just hope people don't think, oh, she's not being real even just because I'm not sharing something thing really sad yeah it makes me feel pressure real means happy and sad it's like you just said we always talk about this like people are like you need to be more real on social media but happy times are very real as well and we should be able to share you know like happy and 
vulnerable or sad moments. Like those are <laughs> says equal. The, says the thing. You're like happy and then vulnerable. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, well, because you're not as, I don't know what the definition of vulnerable is, but when you're just thriving, it's like maybe you're not being as technically vulnerable, but that doesn't mean you're not real. Yeah. When you're being. Right. It's like happy. you really are Highs in a happy lows, stage yeah. of life. Exactly. And I don't know. I've gone through a lot of happy and sad parts with my audience. So I don't know. Sometimes I can feel like, what's the word? It's like pressure almost. It's like, oh, like I hope they don't think I'm just like shutting off and being surface level. But really, I'm just like in a happy, calm part of life. Right. Do you feel like since becoming a mom, you're like almost, I wouldn't call it a social battery necessarily, but for like social media, it it takes, when you're on social media, when you're on a video, when you're doing a TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, even like stories, you have to be exporting almost to to like other people. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you can't export enough because you're like exporting so much, I guess, of your energy to- I've never thought about, about it like that, but that is like so accurate. Yeah. It's just- Like I can't give as much of myself to the internet as I used to because I'm giving so much of myself to James. Like I'm not able to give as much of myself to my dogs. I'm not able to give as much of myself to my husband. Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's just different now. I feel like once I had James, it was just, I think a really good part of it was like, I had to stop putting all my care into social media. Like when I lived in LA, I was a workaholic, like 100% totally like, it's like almost the biggest thing that I cared about was like, okay, did this perform well? Did people like this? Like, and if it didn't do well, it was like, I was a failure immediately. Now it's like, I put out what I need to put out content wise. And it's like, I hope people like it, but it's not defining my worth as a human, which is what I feel like I used to let it do. So I'm so thankful for that. I feel like also just moving to Nashville and being like a little bit more removed from that side of life just made me slow down and really think about what actually matters in life. I was just so caught up in it all for a little bit there. Like I just put so much pressure on myself to get like the perfect shot and just like make sure everything was perfect. And now it's just like, I can't even... I cannot physically put that much energy into it. It's like, you know, what's weird. I have two thoughts. One is it is so weird how your environment does affect you. And when I go to LA, I feel a different type of literally a hustle energy, Mm -hmm. which sometimes I love. Like I'm like, I love feeling like this. Yeah, it's a nice little refresh. Yes, it's a fun little moment. Like I'll be driving down the road and I'm like, I just feel like so inspired, motivated, excited. And then sometimes when I come back to where I live, it's like more calm and chill. And even going to Nashville is a different feeling. I remember I went to Montana and I was like, my, I don't care about work at all. Like it was the weirdest thing. I was just like, I do not care like about my phone posting. I just was so in the moment. And I'm like, it's so weird how your environment affects you. Cause also whenever I go to New York, I feel like, okay, let's get content. Like let's go shopping. Let's walk here. It's just weird how it really does affect every facet of your life when you just change your environment. Yes. My second thought when you were speaking was like, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about how just as people in general, we like always want to put people in boxes and we do constantly. And we 
we think of everyone is so multifaceted, but we don't necessarily always think that like we picture someone and it's like, oh, Marcus. Yeah, he's chaotic. And it's like you were saying, but he's also very sweet and sensitive. And when, you know, at certain times he's like this and we're all like that, where we every single person on this planet is very multifaceted. It's not you see someone, an influencer and it's like, oh, she's selfish. And it's like, but maybe in other ways, she's extremely giving. Like there's so much to every single person in this world. I think that's very helpful to remember. Like it's very eye-opening for me to even just think about that right now because it's like you're saying you don't know someone from, and I'm not even just talking about influencers. I'm talking about a random person on the street that you have an interaction with either. Like we all have so much more to us, you know? Yeah. It makes us feel safer if we can like predict what other people are going to do. So we want to like label them and be like, okay, this is what, how they work. This is what they do. Like this is their function. You know, I was literally thinking about that this, today, actually, where I was, I was like on a walk somewhere and I was thinking about how people will know like a version of you. And it's like, anytime, kind of like you were saying, literally the theme of this episode, anytime you want to stray from being that version of yourself that you think people think of you, which is not even who you really have are known to yourself to be. Like sometimes I'm like, I feel like I have this part of my personality that I don't think anybody would ever describe me as, you know, but I think of myself as that. So that's so like, what if I just started like kind of leaning into that more? Would people be- think I was being crazy? Like, would people think I was being weird? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about how it's so important to just, first of all, be accepting of yourself. Like I was thinking about, it's just, that's fine. It's you very, don't have to go into like what other people are thinking about you, but also you have to accept every part of yourself as well because you do have so many different gifts and, you know, things that you're, that you are. It's very easy to perpetuate your own things that yeah. people know you for. Like I was actually saying this recently. I'm like, I feel like I get compliments on like three specific things. And so I'm like, that is me. Like it, it, I just, I even put myself in a box and it's like you said, you have to accept so many parts of yourself, even Kristen, it's like some people might be like, oh, sweet, innocent, and a baker. It's like, do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're so much more than that. You're so much more than someone who bakes and home makes. Like you have so much more to your personality and your soul than that, which honestly, this all ties back to, uh, this was not an ad, but to literally my dad's course, because it's all about finding who you are and like your Mm-hmm. just it's actually literally all about dropping identities yes yes literally I have I always tell him like whenever we would meet up I'd be like I would literally be telling myself like well I'm just not confrontational it's just not who I am and he'd be like who said that I'm like like me I said that <laughs> yeah. other people have said that you know that's just not me and he's like like where did that where is that coming from and I would so I got crazy. to a point where I would literally know like what he would say and I tell you I would tell him I'm like I know that the Andrew in my head would literally be like is that really who you are? <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's not. I'm I am sorry, more Daddy. than that. I feel that all the time. I'm just like, I am a sweet girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, I'm just not cool enough to do this, this, and this. I'm just not like, oh, I'm just not like free enough. Like I couldn't to pull do that. that off. Like, yes. Not even clothes wise. I'm saying like anything. I think yeah. the same thing. It's like, well, that's not me, you know? It's It's sad. It's sad that we put ourselves in this box that like of what other people define us as. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but when you hear something over and over and over and over again, it's like, you are just so sweet. You're so sweet and innocent, innocent, innocent. It's like, okay, well, I I better be innocent because. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. You perpetuate it on your own. And it also is like, I mean, to get very deep, it's like 
you feel that that's the way you get love. It's like, that's mm-hmm. when people love me is like, for me specifically, it's like, again, people are always telling me like it, it, the things I'm complimented the most on are like my work ethic or like you're inspiring, you go after your dreams, stuff like that. So I'm like, it has come to a point where I'm like so grateful for that side of me. I do think that's a part of me, but like recently I've been like, but that's not all I am. It's like, just, I just work. And I like, it's like, there's a lot of other sides to me that I need to accept within myself so that I'm not constantly like having to not even put on a front, but be like, like talk about that the most because I'm like, well, that's when people like always compliment me or like love me the most is when I'm like this stable, strong, like hardworking girl. That's what people like. So then I'm like, yeah, I'm that, I'm that. It's like, but I also am like soft in a lot of ways and like gentle and sensitive and stuff. But it's like, you know, you want to like not be that because that's Mm -hmm. not how you've gotten like praise. Yes. It's so weird how you're saying that. And literally all of us are on the verge of tears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'll preach, (laughs) JC. All of us like, or okay. Thinking back to high school, even as you were just saying that I was thinking like in high school, if you would have asked me like to give you a compliment, I would have never not in a bad way. I would have never been like, oh, she's so hardworking. Like she's just such a business (laughs) mogul. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, but you're just best friends with people because you don't, I wouldn't, I don't even know what I would have said because it's like when you're younger, I feel like you don't put people in boxes. Like you just like, like to hang out with someone. Right. It's just like, oh, we're just friends. That's not as much of like a thought and you don't feel the need to. It's like you said, and I'll find myself doing that too with like friends. I'm like, oh, well, they're this way. They're this way. Yeah. I'm like, ew, why am they're I my doing this that? Friend. Yeah. They're my this friend. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I actually read this really interesting thing in this book that was talking about, you know, and again, okay, I have to say one thing. Sometimes I have to read books and remind myself that it's like not the only book that exists. Yeah. Like, I will like, this is truth. Yeah. I I'll- think that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, wait. books say completely <laughs> different things than other books. They all contradict each other. But then I will read a book and I'm like, well, this is the way I live now. Literally me. <laughs> My new personality, 100%. Literally. Well, I I was just reading this like book about rearing children and I've read a couple and I'm always like, okay, I can take things from there and blah, blah, blah. But in the end, you kind of just like do whatever you do anyways. And it was talking about playing with your kids and it was saying, don't play with your kids. They're like, until your kid's like seven years old, don't mess with the sacredness of play. Like, don't try and get into their like play house with them or like, you know, because you'll bring in adultness to their world of play, which is like such a sacred place where, you know, even they were saying you can play catch with your, you know, little guy and you throw him balls back and forth. Or your little girl. Yeah. Or your little girl. If she likes balls, we're not putting her in a box. We're not putting her in a box. But they could be baseball queen. (laughs) (laughs) They could be, you know, just you're in your mind. You're like, oh, I'm teaching them how to play catch. You know, I'm teaching them this new skill. They're not thinking like, I'm learning a new skill that I I can't wait to use later on in my life. They're like pretending that they're in the World Series or, you know, they're some kind of imaginative play. And it's like their imagination as young kids is just so untouched. And we can't even tap into that anymore because we've been so, I mean, we can, but it's, it's a lot harder for us. We're not just like as natural as it. And I was thinking, I was telling my mom that I'm like, it's so interesting. Like, I was like, that's actually probably good for moms and dads to hear because you can feel kind of guilty if you're not constantly like playing with your kid, you know, okay, mommy, play with me, like, and acting. Cause some, also sometimes when you play with them, they literally, like when I used to nanny little, like two and three year olds, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll play cards with you. And they're like, well, you have to be the purple one. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be the purple one. I'm like, I like the pink one. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was a nightmare like to play with. 
I would always play Lizzie McGuire movie. Like me and my Please. friends would play that. They would always be Paolo. I would always be Lizzie singing on the stage. I'm like, you're Paolo. See, you are. You're a peasant. See, you are, and you're you're a peasant. I have always see, been a bad girl. You got to connect back to your roots. Your Leo era. I really puts do. you in that box. One yeah. of twelve boxes. Like you're in this box. I'm like, I am a bad girl. I am a bad girl. That's your new affirmation in the mornings. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I love this whole conversation. Um, can we end with like some cozy? It's it's fall time, you know. What do you like? You're a baker, <laughs> like, and you are you're a baker one and thing. a homemaker and a wife. That's all you are. <laughs> you can get back in the kitchen, <laughs> but you really are. You are so good at making a space feel cozy and homey. You know what? After we visited you guys in Nashville last year, or one, I think it was last year, that was the start of my lamp era, where I was like, if you turn an overhead light in this house past Mm-mm. the time of like six p.m you're canceled. Like, oh yeah. Canceled. Only low vibey moody lights because that's what Kristen does. You do that at your house. Mm-hmm. At least when we were there, it was like always just like very dim lighting. She was baking and it would be like very dim. And I was just so cozy. That's the bane of Marcus's existence, by the way. Really? He's like, turn some lights on. I can't see anything. I'm like, babe, it's the vibe. <laughs> it's the vibe. Our next partner has a product you can literally use every day. I use it all the time. It is athletic greens, you guys. If you want like better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, if you don't really like taking pills, vitamins, all of that, Athletic Greens is the perfect addition to your morning routine. It's so, so easy. Basically, you just take one scoop of it and put it in water. You can like froth it up, shake it in a water bottle and it's greens powder, but it has this really like mild kind of tropical taste to it. And I'm pretty picky with stuff like this. And I like do not mind the taste at all. And you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Basically all the things you can want. Okay. This is awesome for doing like first thing in the morning, maybe before you go on your morning walk or you do a workout or something like that. And it just makes you feel like you have your life together and makes you feel energized and really, really good. I think this is a great alternative if you're wanting to, you know, kick your caffeine habit aside, but you love the ritual of having like a nice drink in the morning. Athletic Greens has got your back. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, this is good for you. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash what we said. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash what we said to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So what are some things to like make a space cozy, specifically fall time related, maybe? Hmm. It's a good question. I haven't had a home in two years, so (laughs) I can't give any answers. I'm just kidding. But it has been sad to not have like my own space. 
Anyways, <laughs> I would say, what are some things that actually make me feel really cozy? I would say having, this is, tell me if this is stupid, but a really, yeah, no, no. Uh, stupider. <laughs> <laughs> um, like having a really, having really soft, cozy blankets around to wrap up in. Mm, that's actually a good one. That's the yeah, best. That, Barefoot dreams. Yes. Well, okay. those are awesome. those do be really expensive. You got to get them on Nordstrom Rack, ladies. Oh, okay, I just, Nordstrom, Nordstrom I just got a pair of. Yes. Oh, but they're smaller. They are there. smaller. Really good. Nice. Really good for. Well, Nordstrom what kind Rack. of blankets are your favorite? Do you not have a specific? Well, brand? I really like the ones from Target that are like they're not microfiber, but they're just like that really soft. Like you know when you put your hand down it and it like changes colors because mm-hmm. it's okay, that soft yeah, yeah. material. Yep. I don't know. I love those. Just like any soft, cozy blanket. Like I don't like ones that feel like they have like holes all in them. You know, like the big knitted ones. Okay. Like, I do that's have not one cozy of those, to me. And I will agree with that. You know, like my pinky toes do stick through the yeah. holes and get caught. It's yeah. cute. It's a cute, it's cute. It's like, looks it, cute. It, it, yeah. it is cute. It's cute. <laughs> um, well, I swear. I swear it's cute. <laughs> no, I was trying to think if it was a gift. That's what I was really thinking. But, you know, it's yeah. more of like an accessory, not yeah. a... Thing you're snuggling up with no. now. Like I just think snuggling up on the couch, dim lighting, candles lit with like a hot chocolate at night wa- watching an old movie. Like mm-hmm. that to That's me is fall cozy with the windows open, like the cold breeze coming in. Oh, that's nice. That's a vibe. Oh, I, I do love vibe. a cold breeze. Yes. I like to be warm with a cold breeze, like a cool yes. breeze on my face. Like fireplace on with the with the windows open. Like, is, will that Say get me canceled? Say goodbye to our oh, AC why? systems. Say goodbye to your uh, energy bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I always tell Leif when we are like cuddled up on the couch with a blanket watching. Have you seen that there's Junior Bake Off? You know, Great British Bake Off, but Junior, you need to watch it. No, but thank you for so, telling me about so that. So we've been watching it at night. And is my doppelganger on her on there? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Dang. Wait, what's his name? Oh my god. So <laughs> no. it just clicked in my head. Don't say Noel. Whatever his name is. Yes. <laughs> Screaming. Yeah. No, Chelsea. The dark hair and blue eyes. You know who yeah, said that's definitely. me? Not a troll. My sister. <gasps> my sister's like <sighs> Oh, you know who you look like, but like, don't take this offensively. And I'm like, if you started with that, we already know. If it's, it's bad. a male, first of all, if it's a male, don't send it to me. That, him and the child snatcher too. I'm just like, <gasps> basically, guys, it's please. only oh it's sharp features and dark hair. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, hi, the most gorgeous people. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> and sometimes the scariest. I, I told Chelsea she so looks much. like Bella Hadid, and Bella Hadid was just said that someone I don't know who coined her like the most beautiful girl in the world. Me. So. <laughs> Chelsea's the one who wrote the article. Where was I? Oh, we've been watching the bake off at night and we'll have a candle lit and blankets on. And I'm like, I literally every night can't help but say, I'm like, this is the happiest moment of my day. Like, yeah. I just feel so cozy. There's nothing better than feeling cozy. Yes. Ugh. Like I will say I'm TV makes me cozy that. at night when I'm like cuddled up watching TV. It does. It's it's a moment. Reading does too. I read at night. Wait, have you been reading lately? No. Or not really. I bought like six books that I'm like, I actually, I have been reading The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and it's a very good book. Yeah, it's more of like the self-help vibe that one is, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you used to read some novels, right? Like fiction novels? Yes, especially during the accident. I was reading so much. But I did start Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Mm. But then 
I did get a hate message about it. They're like, you promoted this book to me and it is very bad. I'm like, I don't even know what it is because I've read the first two pages. Oh, like it's naughty? Yeah. I mean, I, know, I was telling you Chelsea, should just say you're welcome. No, I was like, telling Chelsea, you're welcome for the spice. I swear books these days, like I will be like, oh, a cute, innocent, but literally the spiciest novel. I'm like, oh, <gasps> I know. Like, I swear any book I open up recently, that's like a recommendation on Instagram or something. It's like, oh, this cute. Because I've been reading a lot of romance novels because those don't spike my cortisol before bedtime instead of like thrillers. So I was reading a lot of thrillers and I would literally get nightmares every night. So I started reading more like. Yeah, just like sweet romance books. I'm like, okay, like no one even, watched even me around. Verity. Like, oh, remember oh, that? What book? do you mean, even Verity? Verity's the worst of them all. <laughs> Not worst, but that is the spiciest of them all. Okay, is that my mom you was gave like, me? I want to read that no. one. I'm like, no, oh. mom, don't do it. Oh, please. I'm like, mom, no, 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 no. no, no. I'm like, no, 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 I am I'm No, not my mom and grandma asking for my recommendations. I'm like, <laughs> y'all gotta see yourselves out. Like, I don't know what these books have in them. And I won't even expect it either. Sometimes like the book I'm reading right now, has been like very innocent. It's called Love in Other Words. And it's been, it's like cute, has been nothing crazy in it. And randomly last night, we got, got some spicy. bangers. I'm like, okay, <gasps> literally. Woo. literally. I'm like, I literally always like look around. Like it'll just be me oh, in no. my house. And I'm like literally looking around like, oh no, I literally, I like look, this? I look next to me at Leif. I'm like, if me like you knew the words. Me puts a bookmark in that page. <laughs> literally, <laughs> underlines and highlights. Um, As footnote, <laughs> studies harder than I ever have in school. Literally. Well, what can we end with here? We've unfortunately, we could talk for three more years. Let's end with how to be a valley girl in Tennessee. How do you keep your valley girl nature, even though you're not even, just pretend, okay? You're, I am a valley girl. Anyone who listens to this podcast is a valley girl. Mm -hmm. What are some habits you do in Tennessee that make you a valley girl? Well, that was a sad part, kind of moving from LA to Tennessee. It was like, mm, valley girl to The vibes are different. The vibes sure. are just different, different, not in a bad way, but just like, you know, just different, you know, you're in farm vibes, but there are cute spots. And I think that that has been the thing keeping me, keeping, keeping the Valley girl soul alive, finding my cute favorite coffee shops to go to. What's your coffee order? Always a iced caramel latte with oat milk, half sweet. Okay. Because I feel good like, right I feel like lately places, maybe my coffee taste is just getting better. I don't know. But sometimes they're just too sweet. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So that's usually what I get. And I think, honestly, it is, it's just different living in Nashville. It's just funny because I never used to even go to the beach when I lived here. And now I'm like, oh, I want to go to the beach. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like having you know, the option. is always mm-hmm. greener. Yeah. I feel like your workout routine is also LA-esque. Oh, it's fine. Literally just clonked. It's okay. <laughs> you do like cycling and stuff, right? Yes. Cycling, That's giving Valley Girl. Cycling classes in my barn. So it's Valley, it's Valley <laughs> yes. Farm Girl. Literally someone was like, I was like, what exercise should I do? They're like, get a Peloton. I'm like, that's not like going to the store and grabbing weights. A Peloton, first of all, I have to have room for it. Isn't yes. it thousands of dollars? I think it's like three thousand dollars. I'm like, that is. I'm like, I don't have a Peloton, but I do want one. But yeah, I spin classes were the thing that got me back into working out after giving birth. And same, slowed- but you really? influenced me because you made a TikTok. Are and you I was serious? like, today is the day. <gasps> Stop being a lazy, stupid bitch. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. This ends now. No, no, no that sounded I'm so like, negative. Be gentle but- on yourself, Chelsea. Takes that. <laughs> Get. 
up and work out. No, I complete opposite. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so motivated. I literally signed up for a soul cycle class and then they canceled the soul cycle. We literally closed, they closed down, the, it down the studio. Oh, like, two weeks later. I'm like, I found my passion. <laughs> like I'm feeling so passion good, physically clear. And then they're like, yeah, we're closing down. <gasps> the next, the closest one's two hours away. I'm like, okay. Awesome. Oh, we'll find a new place. stinks. Yeah. I have found so much joy in like a workout routine in Tennessee. Because I was just thinking for a while there, I was like, I don't know if y'all remember, but I was like very into fitness before we got yes, hit yes. by the car. You were so fit. I was like, not even joking, spending two and a half hours in the gym every day. I'm like, now I'm like, how was I doing that? Like with a clear conscience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're t- you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. No, you were long. You were time so dedicated. I had though. my gloves. I had my headphones. Like I was ready to freaking beat somebody. And then you, like, you go were play gym pickleball. Girly. Yeah, literally with us. No, for no. An no. Hour. I never played pickleball until after the accident. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Oh, like you played like That's once what, or like, twice. That's what got them back you? into yes. like walking. Oh, yeah. Yes. And doing stuff. Pickleball was my physical therapy. Oh my gosh. Aww. Wait, tell me. I'm literally on the verge of tears thinking of you guys, Marcus and you with, with literal canes. Cane. You guys would have canes at pickleball. And guys. And re- still like literally remember, beating us. <laughs> remember when I would miss my serve and then I would have to say, I'm a baby to yeah. be able to redo it. Jason's like, say, I'm a baby. I'm like, I'm a baby. <laughs> While with my cane, Jason's like, get back on the back line and say, I'm a baby. And we would literally try to beat the boys. Like we would start with seven and they would start with zero. And they would be playing with their left hand. And they would still beat us. So annoying. So annoying. So triggering. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I wish we could talk more because I wanted to, so many other things, but we can talk later. We can have you on soon. We'll come to Nash. We'll come, we'll come by the, you know, the mill. We'll come to the farm. (gasps) Yeah. Come to the farm. I actually, my neighbors are cows. I'm like, I do I not have cows. neighbors. I have a, a flock of cows and like every few months they just disappear because they get sent to the slaughterhouse <gasps> and then a Chelsea. new group appears. Don't tell Chelsea. Sorry, you know Chelsea. what I want so badly is a cow to lay its head in my lap because they do that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because they do that. <laughs> they are capable. They have feelings. Huh? To who? Farmers? <laughs> just anybody. If you form a bond, kind of like a dog. Okay, so bond, they'll oh, like lay down and like cuddle with you. They'll like lay their head in your lap. Stop. Okay. Really it really is That's sad so how sweet, sweet cows are. I'm like, crap. Yeah, they're really sweet and smart. And so are pigs though, right? Pigs are smarter than dogs. You want to know something Shiz. really sweet about mother pigs? Yeah. They will decorate their nest when they're pregnant. Like when they're getting ready to. Their nest? Yeah. Like where they're going to like have their babies. Okay. Like their nesting area. I was picturing eggs. I'm like, I'm <laughs> no. terrified. Just knows no, I know nothing about pigs. <laughs> like they have before they lay their eggs. Yeah. No, like they're nesting, you know? Yeah. They will go out and pick flowers and bring it to their like nest and literally put flowers around their nest like decoration. Stop. Like to I literally so they go through like nesting. I am vegan now. <laughs> I do not eat pork. I, I stand with you pigs. Um, <laughs> Kristen, tell everyone. I mean, they all know. They all know where they can find you, but tell everyone where they can follow you and stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Johns, YouTube at Kristen Johns, TikTok. You can, yeah, TikTok. Follow me on Ooh, TikTok. Follow mm-hmm. her TikTok. She's going to be in her bad girl era on TikTok, guys. Go follow I, I've that. already started. Yeah, you have. You what have. my crumble a cookie expose. Yes. True. I hate crumble cookies, but I get them every week. 
<laughs> they have one. They just popped up here. We can go get the weekly flavors. Let's get them so tonight. I can roast them. Okay. We can do a goes <laughs> in with like a microphone to talk to them. Directly. I'm like this place sucks. Yeah, we could. Oh, oh, we could have chats about crumble. We heard all of. Um, maybe did you already share all of those points on TikTok? I did. Okay, because we got we got a whole lecture at, <laughs> this weekend in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And we agreed. The topic I'm most passionate about. Literally. <laughs> Can't go anywhere without talking about it. <laughs> okay. Well, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Make sure to go follow Kristen. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. You can follow along to be a part of like our story episodes and to write in questions and whatever else you guys want. We love you. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Goodbye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.